Uh, yes. Also, on that about finding our stronger selves, Alpha, is there any chance you can tap into that kind of rage? Red um. Ross? Red Ross. <laughs> <laughs> My sandwich! everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop Bellum Draconis. We are a live play 5e D&D podcast set in the magical homebrewed world of Erith in the kingdom of Sleetgard. My name is Mark and I am the Dungeon Master. And also with us for this week's episode we have Ian who plays the Tiefling Warlock, Nix Corell. Hello! We've got Danny who plays the Half-Orc Monk, Maroke the Broken Tower. Because guys... Speaking in tongues. Uh, we've got Will, who plays the Divination Wizard Old Gal. Oh, hello. Hello. We've got Callum, who plays the Warforged Artificer Alpha. Ah, hello. Will, who plays the Human Cleric Emron. Hello. And Darren, who plays the High Elf Artificer Reigns Haddow. Why, hello. There's six of you now, I've just realised. Welcome to the show, to the history mix. Wow. The history mix? None of you got that. None of you got no, that yeah, reference. Sorry, Some of our listeners got that reference. It's fine. I feel like that's a young <laughs> so, person reference. Yeah, yeah probably. I feel like that's yeah. Like Is that because Danny's wearing his hat backwards? <laughs> hey, he's young. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with wearing your hat backwards. If you did get that reference and you are part of the enlightened um, section of humanity, do do tweet all of the other people in this to, to let them know exactly what they've just missed out on. Along Dang. with your birth date, because I'm pretty sure you'd have to be in the 90s or 2000s to get is it. This, hey, is, is this a skateboarding thing? No, this is from Six, the musical. Oh, I've not seen that yet. Well, there you go. You're all losers. Is that like Wicked? Was that when Wicked came out? No. No, it's it's like Henry VIII's Wife of Jazz, isn't it? That's that's the general premise of it. Getting it straight up, no, really, really, a really reductionist reading of it. Yes, you're you're, you're annoying a lot of people listening right now. (laughs) And if you want to send Darren hate tweets, then. Do it. Do it. Then what, do then so what, 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 what should they do, Callum? What do they do? And you can find us all on Twitter. Well, we'll update you. No, it's, all called, it's called X now. Oh, yes, it's X now. <laughs> and you might have to pay for it by the time you're listening to this. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, true. At which point we won't be on there. But... <laughs> and um, we will also then, if, if that's not an option, though, you can always we'll set up a GoFundMe page because I want to buy Callum a chair that raises him slightly higher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just his camera needs pointing down. Like, no, that's but it's impossible. Not, no, when you speak to him on the flipping phone, he will angle his phone camera up above his head as well. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. You can I, basically I, see the top of my head when I'm doing that. I, I just assume that Callum's actually just sat on the floor. That's actually just how the camera won't actually tilt any further down. That's it. Yeah. Secretly, I've I mean. been getting shorter and shorter and <laughs> trying to hide it. Well, speaking of trying to hide it, I feel like we're hiding what happened on last week's episode of The Fellowship of the Tabletop. And with that really, really fucking awful segue, yeah. let's speak to someone with some sense, Danny, our chronicler, to give us a recap on what happened on last week's episode of The Fellowship of the Tabla Topley. In the last few pages of our adventure, the party find themselves on the eve of a gory battle with the Ridgeback Swords, which turned into a battle as well with a group of mud mephits. 
After the conflict had finished, one surviving member of the Ridgeback Swords revealed their employer to be Lord Eric Vossen, a known uh, person of influence in Sleetguard, Dralak, and surrounding kingdoms. After interrogating the remaining mercenary and finding out more about their intentions to cross the border, Marota took it upon herself to end his life prematurely. This was received with mixed reaction amongst the group. Chiefly, Emron and the pair clashed, to say the least. The debate ended with Marota revealing that Vossen was a slave trader and the remaining mercenary involved in that activity, and it hasn't been picked up since. On the subject of Emron, still confused by this ancestral, uh, angelic visitor known as Tilwa, the party hope to now venture forward with some curious activity happening within the orb held by old Gel. Have we long rested? Negative. No, I don't think we. I don't think we had yet. Okay, we're going to. We were planning on doing so. I think we done our little chat. Someone had 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 their chat, and that sort of led us into the long rest. Absolutely. Okie dokie. So the rest, you may all click the button on D and D Beyond for long rest now. Yes. Return your health points, etc. And the rest, the, the 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 all watches pass without any issue whatsoever. I think I'm pretty sure old Gail had a had a vision of staying there and everything being hunky-dory or roughly into the affirmatories and fewer <laughs> of the negatories than the affirmatory or something like that. And, um, and, and it, his affirmatories were affirmatory. It was correct. There were no issues. The Russell, uh, a cart might have crossed along the road at one point, but no one ever stopped by. Um, but the, the, the watch passes without any, any to do. The morning light comes and with it, a slight gust and breeze as a slight haze of misty rain in the air that stays for the first few hours of the morning. A fire is lit and breakfast is served. And as members of the group start to wake themselves up, there's a journey ahead of them. But before that journey takes place, I wasn't sure if there were any discussions or um, conversations or attunements that want to be set up before we start making our way towards the cavern of the Roper. Let's imagine for argument's sake, Reigns, you're down by the fire first. Um, I was going to say sharpening a sword, but that's not what we would do. Tinkering with your squirrel. <laughs> <Sounds easy. laughs> that's the euphemism version yeah um um no what reigns will be doing is that reigns will have before he'll have set out some rubik's cubes there will be just a series of what looks like arcanic data on them and in between that is this orb that he has been given that is a is or has the ability to defy gravity i know that's a musical reference um and um Reigns has just attuned himself to that. He started to scan it the night before and just got off the charts readings from it in terms of which school it belongs to, as if to say there is something beyond your mere comprehension of just putting this into whether it's transmutation, evocation. Um, This is powerful. Reigns gets the impression it's dangerous, but he remembers his conversation with old Gel about potentially needing something of this ilk. So... He is pursuing the path of wisdom and new knowledge and is attuning himself to this accordingly. So that would be how Rain spends a, well, the significant portion of 
of what he has done during potentially any part of a watch during the night. Awesome. All right. For anyone else, was there anything else you wanted to, I know we've got quite a few items up in the air at the moment and the achievements want to take place or conversations before we have. Emron will have attuned himself to his shield that allows him to reflect the damage he takes. Oh, was this when you said you were going to melt down because it was shit? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to attune to it anyway. It's fine. Ah, suddenly we've changed our mind. Fair enough. Like, ooh, magic. Um, I think Alpha would actually had his coin um, and possibly just kind of made uh, like a little chain out of it, just out of little bits and pieces. It was kind of hanging around his neck um, at the moment. Um, one thing that I think he would have also done his clothes that he's been wearing, um, had him for ages. They've been through a few battles. They're probably like tough, scattered. I think he would have actually taken an opportunity to get changed. He would have took his clothes off and I will have already put on the uniform from the Ridgebacks because Alpha is trying something new. Doesn't even do this in private. It just kind of completely strips down. Are the I have listeners as curious as I am? <laughs> <laughs> it's perfectly smooth. <laughs> Like, like in what was the film? I was going to say Taboo then, but I've forgotten. Dogma. 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 I know I told you it earlier, but I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> you have forgotten already. Jesus, right. Okay, so um, awkward pictures of Alpha Nude aside. Um, not awkward, actually. It's, it's just a body, I guess. It's a pretty awkward. Mechanical yeah. body. Nothing weird about that at all. For everyone it rains, but... It's like a car. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a car. yeah, you see the oil. cars and there you go. an exhaust there, right? <laughs> uh, Nick's word because he doesn't sleep would spend the uh, watch uh, t- uh, tuning to his I've forgotten the name so I'm going to say time tuner um, that he got from old girl's love shack oh yeah that thing <laughs> oh shit yeah and That's don't great. forget you got your spell book back as well So you yeah can... I was going to say once he's attuned to it once he feels comfortable with it he'll be um, reading through that spell book and where it says that he has to draw like any incantations or any uh, signs or markings he's going to start just practicing what it takes to cast those spells whether that's just drawing little like runes in the dirt um, trying to like really shit like if someone gives you like a really good artist picture and then Nick's draws it, it would be a stick figure. So that's what <laughs> where he's going with it and taking the time to to learn. Nice. Okay. And uh, oh, oh, Gel, anything from you or Marota? Nothing in particular. I imagine that Gel is kind of having a glance into his old crystal or probably standing there with a hoot on the top of his turban looking in the general direction they're going to be headed next. He's just going to be uh, effectively looking into this orb and and piecing together what he thinks is going to happen compared to how the morning is going so far. Uh, And he'll probably kind of look over to one or two of the group, note their position, kind of nod and go back to the orb and just wait for people to be ready to go. I think Marota will, having had some heated exchanges before the long rest, I think she will have just remained quiet for the rest of the time and given everyone their space to process whatever they need to do. Okay. And uh, if I remember correctly, um, this is Old Gel, your 
you're taking point in terms of the direction in which we're heading to, towards oh, yes. this Ripper cabin. Cool, absolutely. Old girl knows the way, like Rafiki. <clears throat> Ab- like Rafiki, fabulous. Oh, that's a good. That's a good pairing. Now I can see that. Oh yes, it is time. Right, and in time it is indeed. Uh, and finally, we do uh, come to a natural, slightly awkward moment where we, the 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 fires are put out. Everything's collected. Equipment is looted from boxes where necessary in the camp of the Ridgeback Swords is left and you head out onto the main road passing through and away from this hidden enclave with the lake. And as you embark from your journey from the, these lush, cooler lands of Sleetgard south, for the south you go, the more arid, the more rocky the expanses start to become. You start to enter into the borderlands between Sleetgard and Dralak and the transformation in the landscape is profound. The air, once almost kissed by the moisture of the northern climes, begins to grow heavy and parched. Gone are the whispers of the gentle breeze. It's replaced by the hushed reverence of the desert's breathless stillness. The sun, once gentle, now reigns supreme with an unrelenting fervor. Its rays cascade off of fiery darts and pierce the canopy overhead as the trees slowly dissipate back on the dying lands of Dralak appear in front of you almost at an instant. Each footfall stirs the dry earth beneath your feet, sending a plume of fine dust that clings to the air as you walk, giving away location. You notice this and your eyes scan the horizon for any other matching plumes to give way to travelers, mercenaries, or worse. You are alone in these parts. Old Gell is taking you on a route that is not the usual trade route to the south and into Dralak. The scent of the land even transforms from vibrant aromas of Sleekgard to this musky and arid terrain. It's as much a transformation of the senses as it is of the landscape. It retreats in memory as you venture deeper into, the, into Dralak where the nature's, nature's most potent and unforgiving elements seem to reign supreme. And as you continue down, Old Gale starts to lead us further down. And this is over a series of series of days here. Night and day pass, the ground stays consistent, the sun ever present, ever hot. Supplies good, but still no one, no life, no people. The hard ground underneath your feet cracked and parched itself. It stretches out at one moment between desert and a canyon. This is parched, desolate place where Even the earth seems to hold its breath. The air is so still. You see, probably as a hoot flies around in circles over it in a distance, you notice it. Stop. And to come to rest upon the mouth, the moor of a large cave. Jagged, rocky rocky terrain. It yawns open like like a wound in the canyon itself. Framed by almost jagged, sharp edged rocks beckoning only the most desperate and the most curious. We have reached the cave of the Roper. In your current location, the canyon to your back, I imagine it, excuse me, like Petra almost, if anyone's seen that in Jordan, one of the seven wonders of the world where it's just like flat ground and then boom, there's just a massive damn wall of rock. And within there, is is this cave front so the where the sun currently is does give you shade outside of the cave at your current location so like you're being beaten down by it as well at the moment it's kind of mid-afternoon by this time you've been 
walking for a couple of days with rests taking place in between those. Yet we are here now. Supplies are good. Water rations are good. You're in a good position in terms of your health. You're in a good position in terms of your supplies as well. You walk up and you're entered into the shade, the first shade you've had in quite a while during this day especially. There's a moment of pause as you stare into this large and dark abyss that sits in front of you and remember what it is you are to face. What would you like to do? Reigns will step forward and immediately just glance around at the terrain around us. Reigns is acutely aware that there's no bounty on this because any hope of bounty has, has, has long since gone because of its because of the, the sheer souls that this thing has claimed. However, it's been said that it sits like, it's like a cave of wonders, isn't it? That apparently the bounty itself is that if you kill it, the loot itself is is particularly bountiful. Reigns is just glancing around to see if anyone else there are any sense of footprints dust tracks as much as you can get on a dusty track where the wind blows over but is there any sense of campfires anything that anyone else has has been stupid enough to try and take this on in the immediate past yep give me an investigation check please reigns sure that's a 12 you notice upon your walk up and actually in the general vicinity you can start pointing out these kind of blackened, flattened areas where small sticks and rocks have been burned. It's not one of them. There's five, six, seven, eight, nine. As you get closer to the cave mouth and against the wall, either side of the mouth of the cave, you notice more of these. You notice some dusted over bedrolls. You see the odd pot and tin and can, kind of like cooking utensils left outside. You see a, a what seems to be the remains of a backpack now well worn through with the biting winds of the sand sitting sentinel against the wall. There is an abundance. There has been an abundance of activity here at some point. From when and from which location they arrived is unknown. But all you can tell is there are too many separate points for it to be one group, either that or it's one group that went in and out and then set up a different camp each time, which would make no sense. So yes, you get the sense of multiple people visiting here. How long ago is unknown. Well, I'm taking a look, glance around what I can see here and I, I get the impression we ain't the only folk to try and claim the Roper's bounty and the I'm getting the sense no one who's come before us has been successful, which isn't particularly encouraging. Well, they didn't have me. Well, I was about to say, we didn't know this was going to be tricky, but equally, we have come prepared somewhat with old Gel, if his divination is all that he seems to have shown us over the past few days. He's not stayed us wrong yet. You challenging me? Did you sleep too close to the fire last night, Emron? <laughs> Why? Your voice sounds strained. It's a uh, yeah, bit bit of smoke, and it's the dust from from Dralak. You must you uh, can hear it. Must be running a bit wrong. <laughs> Do you need like a potion? Uh, no, I've I've got these herbs. They're called Strepsil. It's uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd ask. You can buy Thanks Strepsil at any good pharmacy. 
All right, Emerald. then, girl. Uh, we're uh, we're um, what you seeing? Uh, well, I'm seeing a big old cave. It's uh, right yep, in I'm front of us. I'm seeing that as well. If, if that makes a diviner, then no. Yes, do, I must do, be one too. What, what, oh, you shit. know what I mean? What are you seeing? Do we well, know I, how far in it is? Well, <laughs> yes, it's, it's kind of further in the cave. We can't just kill no rope when we don't yep. seize it. How far in? Well, what do you want me to do? Count my steps? You got big feet, boy. <laughs> no, but we assume that you might have seen what comes next a little bit, you know. Well, oh, shit, I done told you. Sometimes I sees what is, what isn't, what could be. I'm not like some sort of, I just I just read your media future. I just tells you how we beat this boy. He's in there. We go in there. We beat this boy. We come out with all the goodies. Right. Fabulous. Question. Anyone see any greenery? Any sign of uh, life that goes beyond dust and sand? And I only ask because... Apparently this thing don't like water too much, and I'm just trying to establish just how much of it we might be able to find. You're not going to find much here. Just what we're carrying rains. That is disappointing. I don't know. It's better than walking all the way down to find a massive cavern full of water that we'd have to drop ourselves into from a great height. Funny enough, yes, I'd rather that didn't happen, but I wouldn't mind finding a cavern that we could drop the big thing into because, as I said, it doesn't like water. No one got no tricks up their sleeves? We've been traveling for days. Now you're looking for water? What's wrong with you, boy? I'm not looking for any kind of water. I'm, I'm just going off the brief that we were told that were apparently two things that could help us win this fight, you and the presence of water, and from the last two minutes I'm getting the impression that one of those things might not be as fruitful as as a, as first considered. I'll let you decide which. Well, you better uh, spell it out, boy. Given that we have been resting, we know what we we're facing, I do, I have prepared the spell create or destroy water, so you know. Well, shit, someone's got the brains. You go first then, <laughs> holy boy. <laughs> Actually, speaking on that, will we see an appearance from your celestial self? I, I don't know, Nix. I've, I've, I've seen pretty badass. Like, is there I, a way that we can draw it out of you? Maybe I've, if like Marota beats on you a little, would I, it just kind of happen? Oblige. I've been, I've been trying to like you know bring it on, but I don't know whether he needs like some of us to be dying for that to happen. I don't know what makes him do his thing. Well, if we need him, I hope that he does go and come out and give us the hand. But until then, what are we waiting for? Let's go and get us some ropies. Uh, yes. Also, on that about uh, finding our stronger selves, Alpha, is there any chance you can tap into that kind of rage? Red um. Ross? Red Ross. <laughs> <laughs> My sandwich! Um, possibly. But I would prefer to reserve that right until we are in view of the creature. I will attempt to do so, but alas, I cannot promise anything. It cool. still seems to be something I cannot control. Hmm. Seems Ooh, yeah. like we're uh, really prepared for what's to come. <laughs> ah, we'd be fine. It's not a problem. I'm just curious. Who's got the biggest, you know, the biggest punch here? I'm looking at Oh, you no, not punch. me. Definitely not. I'm just thinking when we's going to take this thing down, when we weakens it, when we do all the stuff we're going to need to do, who's got the biggest, you know? Yeah, on the subject of biggest punch, that might not be. The other thing we were told is that the, the rope up front is 
particularly deadly. We might want to find ways we can fight it whilst keeping our distance or at least being mobile enough to get out of the way. I have a question. It might seem dumb. But what the fuck is a roper? <laughs> Maybe it's for the best that you don't know just yet, Nix. Yeah, you're going to find out soon. See, now that that's not as exciting as you think it is. He raises a good point. How do we know that the creature we see in there is indeed the creature that we are indeed hunting? Exactly what I was going to say. Thank you, Alpha. How do we know that creature says what it says it is? I think what we were told was that this creature could look like it was a a stalagmite or or stalactite. I get the feeling that we're not joking. Like, this could be a thing. Like, what? What is a roper? You want me to, like, say, that's the boy right there? You just, you know... I mean, that would kind of help, because by the sounds of things, I'm just going to hit some random stalagmite. Uh, Well, you could try. That might not be the right one. What, 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 you want me to say a co-word? You want want me to say, like, coney boy? Well, I'm just envisaging the way that we're going into this with a bit of trepidation. Seems like there's going to be some ugly, huge, larger-than-life monster waiting for us at the bottom of this cave that we've got to kill, slice open its belly, and steal the golden loot. That part I like, but... What the fuck is a roper? I mean, I can give you... Okay, all this briefing was, was effectively that we should expect something large, something gargantuan. <laughs> it's particularly dangerous, uptight. Stay away from its mouth. It's quite bitey. Uptight? Apparently, yeah, don't don't get too close, or if you get close, get out. That was pretty much the, the, what we were told by all her. Um, terrible around water. Doesn't like water. Will do anything. Yeah, yeah well, you got, I got that one. I got that um, out of everything. I'm just like, it's this fucking as well. So flame it's just the mouth. Lizard. It has the means to pull you in towards said mouth. So imagine like a land squid, a big land squid. Like a, like there we a go. Crack. There we go. Thank you, Reigns. That is more helpful than anything else. A big land squid is what's to a waiting for us at the base of this cave. Marota, you look like you want to say something. Marota's walked in at the point when uh, Rain said all his information. Marota rolls her eyes and has already advanced without without the rest of the group. And she was never oh. seen again. It appears Marota had left us. <laughs> hum, hum, hum. Turns out the entire cave is actually a giant mimic. <laughs> How dark, like when we were, Mark, when I look down this cave, I've got awesome fucking dark vision. But is it dark? Is it light? What's the... It's dark, but you can see through it because you've got dark vision. Can so everyone just... see through it without their special no. eyes? I'm going to have to light a torch. Um, Sweet. Old girl rocks up to Nyx, kind of spits on his orb, rubs a bit and casts Ooh. light on it. So your orb <laughs> now emits. <laughs> I mean, lots of I'm a big life. fan, old girl. You know this. Spit on it. Spit on my Spit orb. On my orb. <laughs> God. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to give it a, a cheeky rub and it, you know, lights right up. Found on it. Um, right. Okay. Um, so we've got an orb. We've got a torch. We've got dark vision. Yeah. I'll hit my in? hammer. I mean, Marota, I know you're already in, but with the rest of the rest. Oh, Emron's following Marota. Can't let her die on her own. Again, might as well all die together. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so on that, the the cave dips down slightly. I'm very before. much at the back of the group. I want to. I'm just going <laughs> to say that out right now. Very much at the arse end of this group. I um, assumed you would be when I placed you. Yeah, very rains good. Will, rains will <laughs> fall in relatively 
near the back, probably near Alpha if Enron's gone off. And I want you to think of this group like the human centipede, and I am the shit eater at the back. Yeah, <laughs> everyone technically beyond Marota would be a shit eater. <laughs> but like, he eats nothing but shit. He doesn't do any of the shitting. That's the thing. Oh. Not into my tail swishing. Yeah. yeah, that's why you're at the back because the tail would flap in your face when you're trying to eat your shit. Yes, you know that's why. That's why. That's a grim. But then again, you know, it's right though. Alpha doesn't got a butthole. Like a yeah. fleshy Alpha, pony. We told you that there is it a me, me and Emron built a port there, but it's his USB docking port. Like if you want to charge, <laughs> like, is it USB C? So th- that means yeah. things yeah. only yeah. go yeah. in. Future proof. The, the 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 EU demanded we made him USB C. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotta follow those EU laws. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Drella as, Rain, as Reigns is walking alongside. That Alpha. joke will age horribly it, when we come to listen <laughs> to this in years <laughs> to come. Weeks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Reigns will fall on alongside Alpha and he'll just start to activate the Arcanic armor. He's sticking with studded leather because of the briefing of, of staying back, so he's sticking with the lightning launcher. And he's just going to say to Alpha, you've been walking around for a few days. I don't know how you... Are you... Are, are you packing the pistol? And I don't mean that as a euphemism. <laughs> he'll just say because he knows Nix is in earshot. <laughs> Uh, I'm afraid I've not had the. <laughs> I'm afraid I've not had the capability Penis. to repair my pistol. It is still malfunctioning. <laughs> you got that crossbow? Indeed, I have been able to um, modify it slightly. Good. I think you're going to need it. And don't forget this time to. You're also going to need water. He's gonna, apparently. And he's going to glance over his shoulder at Nix. He's going to say as quietly as he can, the, 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 the thing that you pull out of you, don't don't forget that this time. You either. mean beta? I mean, yeah, that. I figured beta. if I say you pull a cannon out of you, Nix is just going to laugh at that. So, yeah, that. He is beta, and he is my companion. Yeah, you forgot him last time. You forgot him the last couple of times. Don't, don't do that this time. We need him. I foresaw no reason to <laughs> extract beta during those times. Good to see this relationship hasn't got any weirder since I've been away. <laughs> yeah, but like so, seriously, we should follow Maroda or, or she going to die. Oh, we were walking and talking, Indeed. old gal. Like, yeah, we're walking as we talk. Come on with us. Move on. And on well, just before we do carry on on Rain's advice, I will obviously just activate um, Beta now. Um, just for clarification, I'll be doing the Force Ballista version of Beta. You head down, down, down. Seems like for a while, down. There's a mustiness down, in the down, air. Down, 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 down. down, no, no, down, down. Just down, trying to set down. the tone, Will, but thanks. Thanks th- thanks for undermining it with a beautiful song, though. <laughs> I do love that song. And now it's stuck in my head. Fuck you. Um, we're going down, 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 down. Fuck you. Uh, we're going down. Oh, fuck. No, down, we're going down, 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 down. Fuck you all. Down, uh, down, the down. stone beneath your feet uh, becomes slightly, um, slightly wet. You see moss and lichen on the walls slightly. Aww. There's a dampness to the space and to the air, um, but the footing underneath ground is solid still. A lot of the sand is blown in from the external desert into the cave itself. It's about 10, 15 feet wide. You start to notice these thin, tendrily kind of um, entrances and exits uh, of the cave as you walk through. Finally, it kind of bases out and starts moving forward. And you see Mar- uh, Marota ahead of you, um, 10 feet away from what seems to be some large pool of water. Large, large as, as in you can't see the other side of it. 
<clears throat> it stretches like a vast black abyss. The surface is really, really still, resembling almost like kind of polished obsidian under the dim flickering light of uh, old girl's ball and <laughs> Emron's torch. And the ripples or waves dare to mar this kind of perfect calmness. Instead, it lies in a deceptive tranquility, a pitch black mirror that seems to draw you in with almost a magnetic force. You notice dotted across the space, however, a number of stones, large sand-covered stones that seem to have been brought in by ex-adventurers because these don't match the same style of stone in, in the cave. It's obviously been used as stepping stones to step around the space. For a quick um, note on the Roll20 map we've got, the ledge around it isn't a ledge. It's supposed to, it's the, it's the way the program works. It's supposed to give you a sense of it going down. So it's mm -hmm. you literally just water's edge. It's kind of water or you're at the cave's entrance kind of thing. And um, there's no way kind of to traverse it around it without going through it. In the in the, the traditional sense of walking around it, that is. If you can it's think of something awesome. Wall. Yeah, exactly. If you can think of something awesome in, in order to get around it, then obviously, you know, we'll, we'll play it that by ear. But yeah, that's what you see in front of you. As you what, is it a, a, a drop, did you say? It's a drop down, probably about 10 feet. and then Into the water. water? Then the water below, yeah. And then about 10 feet ahead of that, so... 10 feet ahead of that is a stone. And there's a number of the stones kind of dotted about, all kind of 10 feet apart, uh, that seem to give you the idea of them leading off to certain entrances and exits. And as you get close, I shall reveal a little bit more of the space for you as well. Should give you a bit of a better sense of location as you start to get closer to the edge of the water and therefore a sense of the spaces we've got available here. Oh, how do I make it go? Yep, there you go. One thing you do notice, just to give you it all, on the far side of this, of this long pool, you notice a number of entrances and exits. There's two entrances to the left of your current location, around to kind of three o'clock at your current location. There's another one further up to the north. There seems to be two entrances there. And oddly, directly opposite, I don't about 35, 40 feet opposite to you, is this really thin, sinewy little gap in the rock face above the water, the same level as you are at, 10 feet above the water. And it's this tiny little enclave, and you can just seem to make out a small fire, like a little a little fire. And you can only see, you only know there's a fire because you can see a silhouette of what seems to be a humanoid figure um, kind of sat in front of it with its back to you. So it's facing the fire back to you okay 50 feet away Emron. that's that's your current location there's a number of shrubberies as uh, shrubberies small kind of <laughs> growths and uh, like i say kind of lichen stuff growing around the edge of the water now under here small and stunted given the lack of sunlight that reaches down what well you like to do? rains you you wanted water yeah that i did now that this is um this, this is most is... unexpected how do you fare in water? I am fine. He's, he's been in river before, don't worry. Upon <laughs> searching for both you and Marota, I have learnt that I do not need to breathe underwater. I can maintain position underneath for quite some time. <laughs> uh, add that to the list, Alpha. Add that to the list. How are you single? <laughs> um, Marota... 
uh, well, question for Mark is yep. these um, rocky outcrops in the water? Are they could they act as stepping stones? Yes, they could. Yeah, they very obviously have have been used for that in the past. I'm How going to. I'm going to. Sorry, I'm just going to run and jump onto that first one. Okay. Holy shit! Um, the you can't tell how deep the water is because it's this kind of inky, bluey black with very little light in it. You can't see the bottom, obviously, from your current location. To answer your question, well, um, in terms of the jump there, twenty feet. Do I need you to? I need you to roll something for that, don't I? Mm, yeah. Well, yes, I could take. Uh, I want to say athletics. I get ten. I get Tell me ten I'm feet as given because of my yeah. strength score. So the that's, rest, that's yeah. fine then. Yeah, so oh. you're fine. You can just make that anyway. Okay, cool. Um, so you're which, here, and it's 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 big enough for you to stand on it, and there's probably enough room for you to get someone else on there as well if you wanted to as well. I can. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to the next one because that's ten feet to my east. Yep, and then uh, again to the next one to the northeast because that's also ten feet. Uh, at that point, I'm just going to see if I get any more visual information because I'm a bit further in. You are indeed. What you do notice is there is an entrance to your the way you're kind of heading as well. Um, and there's a slight, you can tell it kind of curves round. Um, so there is some kind of additional part of the cave there for you to see. Uh, from You can also, when you turn around and look to your left, you notice more that this, this silhouetted chap is in some kind of dead end to the north. You notice to the east that there are two thinner entrances. One that seems to go deeper in and then bank down. One that almost instantly banks down again as well. You get a sense of no other life or anything else or any other movement except just this odd dripping sound as the water coalesces on the ceiling of the rocks, the stalactites on the ceilings. And dripping down into the water below, it feels like a, a constant cycle of that. And we can see this figure with, at its fire. Yep. Okay, everyone's going to jump the rocks because I've got a jump of fifteen feet. Uh, and then everyone's going to shout over, shout over. Hello there. The Are these stop. the droids you're looking for, <laughs> General Kenobi? <laughs> I believe I am the droid you're looking for. The figure stops moving, but doesn't turn around. I'll do. There's no response. Uh, how big do you look? Small. You can take him. Uh, I'm going to try and dwarvish. Racist. And I will say hello to him. In, uh, <laughs> I'll say, I'll be like, good day to you in dwarvish. How's that sound? The figure head jilts around quick, quite quickly and turns and looks now more halfling than than dwarf, but you can definitely oh, well. tell a couple of features that look more dwarf. It is a dwarf, and he responds in dwarvish, but what he responds in dwarvish barely makes sense. You just hear, you don't understand. We thought it was just a cave, a dark hole in the ground. We've, we've entered in thinking we'd find treasure, but but, but it, it, it's, it's alive. I tell you, the very walls, they moved, they moved like writhing snakes. It appears that the wolves delved too deep. Oh, God. <laughs> everyone <laughs> everyone will uh, turn to the others. Yeah, this dwarf says the wolves were alive and it's like snakes. So, yeah. Good news. That seems illogical. 
I think this creature is... I read about it once, that there are certain creatures in the world that are so powerful that when they inhibit a piece of land for so long, they literally start to bend it to their will and it becomes a part of them and works against any intruders, which in this instance I do believe would be us. Just to be absolutely clear and sure, 100%, that little thing over there is not the roper. (laughs) No, that's a dwarf. We're sure about that. Did you ask yeah. it? I don't hear what you say. Did you ask it, are you the roper? It's not exactly meeting m- 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 the description there, Nick. Well, turn to the person. Where's the roper in Dwarvish again? It flinches at that word and turns, turns around and stands up on the water's edge at this point. You see, his once tan skinned is now pale and sickly. His hair now long, matted and streaked with grime, unkept beard, thicket of weeds almost. His clothing's all tattered, dirt stained, mishmash of some old adventuring gear, signs of extreme wear and tear. General demeanor just seems that of someone who's just broken on, on the brink of madness, just this wide-eyed, darting nervous almost expecting danger from every shadow as he his eyes flit into the water as he's as he's saying to you got separated from the others this is in common now as well my, my, my friends they went ahead they were they were the, the stones they're not what they seem some kind of some kind of guardian ancient restless didn't let us pass took one of my friends my friends there's four of them i was four three of them there were three of them they might still be there they might still might still be alive you know, past the lava, past the, past the lava. Which way did they go? He's going to look at roll 20 and... Has he got a tablet in his hand? Emron, what's going on? He's just checking roll 20. It's just buffering. <laughs> Give me a second. He points... <laughs> he points kind of round the corner. points your north, basically. He's kind of going to gesture towards that location. Your north... And then he's going to take a second and he's going to try to like, oh, you see his eyes kind of like he's wanting to cry, but there's just nothing, nothing there. And then, uh, and then there were them, 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 the ones that hissing, their eyes glowing in the dark. They whispered about offering to a roper sacrifice to keep it satisfied. <gasps> just stay away. I beg you leave this cursed place before it takes you. My friends, they, they might be saved. You might save them, but they might be gone, doomed to stone, devoured, or worse. There's no escape from the horrors down here. And one more thing. If you, and with that, he takes one more step forward in this fervid approach and his foot slips and he falls into the water and you just see for a second him turn over. And then literally his body gets dragged down ah! underneath the water. Instant stillness again. No, 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 no. Marota, get the fuck out of there. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know about anybody else, but the only way for us to go forward, I mean, Marota, can you make the next stone and the entrance just off to your right? I'm going to try, but I'm going to have to roll because it's beyond my regular reach. Ah. It's, it's, it's in my range. Uh, I'm going to we... do it. Mark. Well, what... Okay. I'm going to try and get to the next stone to the east, but it is yeah. slightly further than what I get as a given jump. Yeah. I should have really checked this beforehand, really, the jump rules. I know this stuff about 10 feet. Um, so the... 
If you have ten it, feet, if you have ten feet of movement, you can get. When you a make a long jump, you cover a number of feet up to your strength score. If you move at least nice. ten feet on foot immediately for the jump. I've jump. I've, ro- I've rolled an acrobatics um, just preemptively. Most players. Um, so you get ten feet anyway, don't you? Mm-hmm. Do you? You get strength you're score anyway. Your... It's your strength score. If yes. you're doing a long jump, if you're doing a standing jump, it's half your strength score. Yes. Depends how Mark wants to rule it. Oh, 10 feet. Okay. Um, I should have checked this before, Andrew, shouldn't I? Right, high jumps. Uh, jumping over. Long jump, 10 feet. Jump. Run 10 feet. Jump your strength ability score. High jump, 10 feet. Plus modified plus three. No running start, half the distance. Your strength ability score. No, I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna make it a skill challenge. That's no fun. Okay. Um. So what we done? Acrobatics. Yes. Okay. What'd you get? Eighteen. Shit. Okay, that's no fun. Yep. You um. You managed to from a, from a two footed jump, bang, take off and land, kind of. St- quite deftly on the next rock along. Sorry, I purposely moved you along the motor. That's cool. The next, the entrance to the cave, sorry, the, the kind of mouth of the next part of the cave is just two or three feet away. I'd stop and a skip away for you to, to get yourself in that position. How high above the water are the standing stones run? So they are about two or three feet above the water. Yours and the aforementioned crazed adventurers platforms are 10 feet up. The others are all just above the water level. So there's no kind of upwards jump to have to make or crawl. Oh, well, because if they were quite high up, I was going to like, could I like use rope to wrap around the top and then create like little rope bridges between them? But... You could try. There are stalactites, there are stalactites from the ceiling. There are uh, rocky outcroppings. All it's, it's very jagged, the whole space. So if you wanted to try and hoopla your way. I'm thinking of those that can't jump very far. Looking at it, do we do we have to go across them? Because it appears as if there's room around the outside. No, that's there isn't. It's a sheer, sheer wall. No, no, that's like a sheer, sheer drop. drop. Just in case you didn't catch that, it's a sheer, sheer drop. Sheer drop. Dimension. Yeah, that's sheer the sheer drop. Sheer, yeah. Yeah. Like, like literally as we walked drop. in, sheer drop. Sheer drop. Sheer calm. <laughs> so no. Um, the sheer drop. Because of the sheer drop. What I'm going to attempt to do is I'm going to use my 30 foot of rope, then I'm going to throw it to Emron. Mm-hmm. Fucking play to try and skip. create a tie line between these points so at least it can help people get across this is dumb this is a dumb idea I'm going on record this is a dumb idea did you not see what happened to that little man I'm actually inclined to agree with Nick this, this, is, this is pretty stupid see even Reigns thinks this is stupid we can leave if you want Well, I, I vote out Emerald, I ain't a great jumper. You remember what happened when I tried to cross that swamp? Well, when, when Rort has got rope, I've got 50 feet of rope. Between us, we can probably, using the walls and the rocks, we could probably do something to try and help folk get around to the nearest entrance. I mean, there's two over here, Marota. I don't know where, uh, where anything goes, you know. If only someone had a familiar or some creature that could fly ahead of us. Yeah, that would be pretty damn useful, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
speaking of which, I only got little legs, but uh, I mean, if someone willing to tie me up, I hate to get sucked under the water. Uh, but hell, a hoot. Do what a man says. And I'll send, yeah, I'll send a hoot out. Uh, which way is he going? Uh, probably the like towards Marota. Probably the same kind of way over there for now. Um, well, who's who's got the rope? Is it is it the is the intention to give the rope to? Um, if yeah. if if a hoot's coming over, I'm going to hand one end of the rope to a hoot. Okay. To, to... Uh, in which case, and yeah, then, point, I then guess. I'll point at Emron. I'll point okay. back to you. Yeah, no problem. And yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get the bird to 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 pass that back, as in to attach the two, so they've mm-hmm. they've both got an end of the rope, so they've got a means of. It is also quite a high Kate, a quite a high ceiling as well. We're talking about 40, 45 feet above us as well. So if there's some kind of hanging, kind of zipline-y kind of thing in the works or something, there's there's space above for that to take place. I think that's what we're thinking. Certainly for, for those people who can't jump very far, I think rigging up some kind of, of system is what Emron's hang on road swing probably going. kind of thing. Uh, so I'm just trying to draw it in to make it easier. But I'm intending on drawing, uh, tying a tether from Marota's position to Emron's position. Yep. Well, and then having these are, you these are quite low, aren't they? These are low rocks. It's where yeah. I can t- unless I can t- unless there are stalag. I can't remember which one's hanging down. Um, that can stalag mites mites that you can really sure. tie onto. Hang on, I'm just having some trouble doing this. It's like majorly wishing I took the jump spell <laughs> at the start of today. Mark, are we able to reach the stalagmites to be able to like tie onto them or not? The ceiling's about 40 feet high, but yeah, then the no. stalagmites probably come down about four or five feet. So you're two feet up. No. No. If only I could fly. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Can a hoot physically... Ca- Carry things, carrying capacity. It'd have to be relatively light. Um, a lot of rope like that might. Yeah, it be couldn't be a person. I might have something. However, yeah, there's, there's something I might go be on able to go on Nick. What you got? No, I I think old gal, like age before, just age before. <laughs> well, here is is the point. Are we trying to get someone like I don't know, setting up all these ropes, someone who can bounce off the walls and stuff? Is that what we're trying to do? Well, I was trying just trying to, to get all get of you across. over here. Marauder and I are probably more than capable of doing this without the rope. It's the rest of you we're probably worried about. Well, shit. Marauder, you I would say strong. my weight is also a concern. No, that's true too. Oh, damn. No, after you, Nix. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done this before. I read it. About, I was reading about it last night and Nix will take out that book that Emron gave him. Okay, uh, and then he'll start just drawing, like with a pointed finger, out into the air. Just a couple of symbols, no magic or anything. Follows his finger for all intents and purposes. You're just seeing a guy hold up his hand and then just trying to make shapes in the air. Um, eventually, a spectral hand materializes out in front as Nick casts Mage Hand, 
Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, I can right. tie stuff with this or hold stuff, right? I don't really know. What do you do? Well, you get another the one. hand. You doesn't give talk yourself back. A round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was very affirming. Everyone's reaction to that. Thank you. Well, that's good, Nick. Well done. So, if you get that to go get the the rope for Marotta, and you tie it up to that stalagmite there, and we use my rope, we can probably get some kind of People will have to go hand over hand and be able to make their way over to the other entrance. That's brilliant. And then Nick's kind of just concentrates his thoughts, furrowed brow, as he pictures the hand moving forward to Ramarota, and the hand slowly starts moving, but can only move 30 feet. So it hits some invisible wall before it can actually get to Marota. But Nick's then just kind of scrunches his face harder as if he's trying to push it through the invisible wall. Well, I think what, I've reached the limitations of what the hand can go. Well, if if you well, hang on, if I why don't you Is, like hang on to the next one? A hoot has the other end of my rope, so a hoot yeah. can just give that to Nix. Well, there we go. Problem solved. So hold on, a hoot's <laughs> going to give the rope to Nix or to Nix's mage hand because well, who can, a hoot can one would fuck me off. It. <laughs> a hoot could lift it. Your hand could do the knot. <laughs> oh, gal! <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Mark's just sat there going, "It was a simple like <laughs> crystal maze challenge." Yeah, let's get out, get out. I think we should leave. It was supposed to be five minutes. <laughs> Failed at the water. <laughs> what do you want so, me to do with the rope? I'm trying to fucking knot. Damn it! I'm Bird up the top, holding on to the rope. You just tie that knot. Shit. Where am I tying it? Direct, direct. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps one of these would help. And I, in all fairness, I completely forgot. I've been going through my inventory. Oh, I've for got fuck's climbing. sake, Alpha! This I've is got climbing pittance and I didn't even realise. I've just been going through. I must have something there. Oh, wait, climbing pittance. Hey, yeah, we can tie them. <laughs> you just climb the fucking wall with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. So, yeah, I've got like hammer and pittance. So I'm just going to whack one into a wall uh, nearby um, and, and yeah it's little. just a nice little anchor into a nice rock wall to climb one uh, attach one end of the rope to Nix hopefully that will assist you I, yeah, I still and Nix at this point almost Professor X his fingers <laughs> are on his temples as he's trying so hard to keep concentration on this hand that's limply holding an end of a rope just going yeah that's great what am I doing <laughs> I think you're superfluous now, Nick. Can I drop this thing? Yes. Oh, and as as Nick's relaxed, the hand dissipates. The rope drops down. Well, that was just too much effort. Well, you helped. I really hope that nobody had held held the other end of this rope. Just dropped <laughs> into, dropped the into the water. Dragged in. Did, yeah. What happened when the the rope got dropped into the water? Nothing to the rope. It just hits the water like nothing else, and just causes some ripples to. Uh, furl out from its point of entry. Oddly disappointing. I'm still not going over this damn water, though. That's what the rope's for. <sighs> Fuck's sake. So what's Alpha doing right now? Right, Alpha. You, how many pitons have you got? Pitons? I, I have ten. Right. So if we if we can hammer them into the wall as you go along and use the rope, you can make, we can make our way around the edge of the Are they the edge of the water to where Marotra is? Sorted. Very well. 
So the rope is a safety line, and we're using the pitons to... The pitons are being used for climbing and skating well, the, across the, the, the wall. The pitons yeah. need to, to be able to thread the rope around them, so you've then got essentially... Nice. Just something else to kind of hang on to, yeah. So moving uh, anti-clockwise around from your location, kind of up to three o'clock around the edge of the water. I imagine that way, like yeah. Danny's drawn. Fab. That is a fantastic Danny. line. That is lovely. Um, that is, yeah, Da Vinci-esque. Fab. Mm. All right. Who is going <laughs> first? Amorita's already Fuck over there. Fuck no. Yeah. I... Can I, I, fair, I, can, I think I've got the pit on the I hammer. So yeah, so I think I'll, I would have actually kind of been trying to do it as I've been going along. So we'll try me. I can jump it, can't I, Mark? You can do the next jump to that, to the next one. The, the final one is slightly further. It's I've like got a strength 11. of 15. Oh, you're fine then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, it's standing, so it's halved. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you, you, you have a distance of seven right now. Doing acrobatics. Can I do athletics? Athletics, yeah, that's fine. Fail. It's like a fail. skill fail. challenge. Fail. Eighteen. Uh, Fine. Yep, you make it on and uh, you make it over. Alpha, you're up first for this. This is going to go horrendously wrong. Could you please give me? We just hear a splash. Marota and everyone uh, just hear a splash. Blonk. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, could you give me an athletics or acrobatics check to start this off, please? Okay, we'll go with an athletics check. Got a DC of fourteen. Six. Okay, excellent. That's great to hear. Got wait, wait, wait. Up. Alpha, I've got something that might be help. And he uh, flicks through the book. Flicks through the book. And he just kind of... Uh, uh, no, uh, I don't. Uh, uh, guidance. Even though it's too late to cast guidance, I'm casting guidance on you. Okay, <laughs> it is too late for that one. Um, no. But it would not so Ian knows. Whatsoever. Yeah. You're ding, 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 pass along. Ding, 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 get along. Ding, 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 pass along. Six, seven, seven, eight in. You're just passing around the hardest kind of apex. And as you reach out for the um, eighth one, there's one more after this before you can kind of hook around the final corner and be where Marota is. Um, as you pull your other arm up to kind of hit in the piton, the rock chips away and you start to lose your footing and start to lose your balance slightly. Could you oh, please no. make a, oh God, I want something like a, a um, perception check to see if you can notice a quick handhold, something else you can grab onto, a bit of lichen, a something, something else to grab that you can... Get yourself um, situated too, please. This is going to go horribly wrong. Seven. You don't notice anything. You start to fall backwards uh, to the side. So it's kind of creaking down the side of here. Still some feet to go before you get any lower. You do notice though, even with a seven, up to the left, there is a slight ledge. The top of the, the top of it seems to have been worn away at some point, unnaturally by something else. But with just one last push, you might be able to get your hand up and arm round and grab a hold of it. Could you give me an athletics check, please, to see if you can just push off the last bit of energy off your right hand to reach with your left to see if you can grab this final, um, final chance of salvation? This is where I'm going to die. Twelve. Meets it beats. You manage to <laughs> grab a hold of it. But in the meantime, the crossbow falls off your back. Bloop. Oh, shit. Into the water and starts <laughs> to sink down lower and lower. You are not dead. You are holding on with one arm. Piton is still safe. Fuck this. Fuck this. Oh, gal, can you see me getting over this? Can you see me getting over this? Yeah, this is kind of like... Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't see this shit happening. I am beginning to agree with you, Nix. This was a bad idea. When people start agreeing with me, this is not a good sign. You make hmm. it to the other side of the of the of the lake, Nix and Old Gale. You're the last two that remain. And Rain, sorry. And Rain, sorry. Well then, 
I'm king. What you got? Technically, Prince, my father's still alive. Um, Sucks <laughs> for you. What have you got? Uh, I, I, I've got another rope. Hey, Emron, if I send this over with NC, what? can I tie this around me and then if I'm, I'm going to die? You... I thought, hadn't Alpha been putting rope along as he went? Yeah. yeah. Callum yeah, should be the hardest rope. one. Like, the, uh, yeah. I'm it going should be to easy. scale that. Oh. You've basically sure. got like one of those big old mountainside walkway things going up now. Yep. I'm just wondering What's if that you over there that if I send another bit of rope over, we can send it to and fro and tie it round people. And if something oh, so if you fall. if you fall into drink, yeah, yeah, we can yeah. pull you out. That's it. Yeah. To drink, brilliant. Well, <laughs> uh, that sound like a thing we can do. Well, I reckon Marosha and I can uh, hook you out of uh, a, a wee little dip. I wonderful. Reigns will start to tie the rope around himself, his rope, and he'll give the other Remember, to right over left, left over right. Yeah, I got you. I got you. And um, You don't know how to tie a knot? I know how to tie a knot. Well, why is he I'd telling like, you to tie a knot? It doesn't that, that, make any sense. Hand thing you why would someone tell you how to tie a knot if you didn't know how to tie Rain, a knot? You Rain guys have travelled together for a long time. I'm assuming that he would have seen you tie a knot at one point if you've already got the rope on you. Well, you don't know how to tie a knot, do you? Rain to the this entire thing. time, has he been tying knots for you? Everyone, this entire time, have you been tying knots for the prince? Just so you were aware, that spell you did, I've been able to do that for years. It's pretty basic. Why did you um, do it then? <laughs> it was more fun watching you make a till of yourself. Um, and what Reigns will do is he'll give the other end of the rope to NC and go, fly, fly, fly away, my little squirrel. And what will happen is NC will take the rope over to Emron and will deposit the rope the other side before flying back and diving into the bag. But no, NC's going to... NC, you're supposed to come back and, and give me the ball of confidence and go on the bag of holding, and NC's just going to shake its head from the other side. So I'm quite happy watching. Thank you. And okay, I, I've got the rope. We've got you. Yeah, damn squirrel gives me more sass than nooks. And what Reigns will do is he starts to just pull himself across and will start to... Wait! Make his way over. Come back. While I get the sense you're calling me back to make a penis joke. Come back! It's I'm not, not coming back. Range. I sat down outside that damn hut and you made me look like an idiot. I'm not doing Just it. Just come back! No, I'm going to make my way over. <laughs> Guidance! Right. From afar. It <laughs> just dissipates, doesn't do anything. <laughs> Um, right, give me an athletics or acrobatics like sprinkle check, of dust please. that comes right. out yeah. of the hand. <laughs> athletics or acrobatics? Acrobatics, yeah. yep. We'll go acrobatics. 15. You get past the first two pitons. <sighs> There's a slight... <laughs> a slip on the third one, the rope the rope slips under your foot slightly, you pull your foot back on, moving round, get past the apex, you see the scurried marks that Alpha left on the wall at the eighth. You reach around the wall and for a second you can't feel where the entrance is. The darkness is we can't see because it's around the corner and you panic for just a second before you feel a hand grab your hand and start to kind of guide you round. And as you come around the corner, you realize it's Emron. The rope is in his other hand. You've made it round to the other side. Oh, yeah, there well. we go. Great. Uh, NC here. And Reigns will hand the rope, take the rope off him and we'll go, thanks for the bowl of confidence, by the way. Can you take that back to one of those? And NC will just fly over and we'll drop the rope on the other side, we'll just tap it as he's finished and gone. I was impressed by your mage hand, by the way. And we'll then just take <laughs> back up and fly back over. 
to the other side. That's this, that's this text of I was impressed by your mage hand, by the way, just disappeared oh. off the rope. Thanks, Nick's buddy. Steel NC, that's what it is. Do you want to just hop in my little coat here? Stay with me. <laughs> oh, Gal, are you fucking going? Because seriously, this, 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 this is bringing back some bad memories. Oh, no, I can appreciate that. However, I know that I make it across. Well, do you know if I make water. it across? I don't know. I got things put in place that if you fall, I can stop you from falling. I can save you, boy. So you better go first. That works out. Okay. <laughs> Don't okay. To guard yourself. Have I tied myself? No, I said guard yourself. You do that funky spell. Can I guide myself? Is that oh, a yeah, thing? Yeah, I think so. Oh, let's yeah. fucking try it. I know I can guide myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, we don't it's know. It's always debatable with you. You know how to play D and D. We don't know. I'm a willing creature for myself. Uh, Nix will. Yeah, he'll guide himself. Draw some fucking objects in the air and then touch his heart. Okay. Okay. Right, so I'm going. I'm going. Right, give me an athletics or acrobatics check. And if you're using guidance, you can chuck on that um, D4. Did you tie the rope around yourself as well? No, I did not. (laughs) Just checking. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God for guidance. Um, It was a 10, which is... No, it was 11, which is now a 15. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. You step from your current location, one step on, and you freeze. Yes, knuckles white, many, like holding onto this rope. Yeah, too many memories of everything else that happened before, and your feet feel numb. You can't like feel where they are. Like you're, you're normally really nervous, and your limbs go a bit, a bit dumb with your limbs. You try to move your foot, and your foot just doesn't hit the rope. You don't realize this. So the camera and maybe old Gail, maybe they gets to see this, but as your foot misses, something just seems to just nudge your foot from behind onto the rope, like a, a power and energy, something you're going to miss and your foot just then randomly just kind of down then across moves directly onto the rope. And then you, you move the rest of the way, find something was obviously looking over you. Maybe it was your guidance. You managed to make it all the way round to the eighth pitum. You see the scored marks again. You get to the final awkward corner. And you stop again and you look into the water and you think for a second, you can see some red eyes looking back at you and get you very, the fuck very out. quickly, very, very quickly get the fuck out around the corner. <laughs> oh, girl. Yeah, I'm expecting I'm just... something spectacular here. Uh, <laughs> Whips out a broom. Oh, girl yeah, yeah. turns yeah, around. flies over. Old girl turns there. around and just I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll call a hoot back to me and I'll just, yeah, I'll, I'll make my way across. No kind of fear. Absolutely fine. All right, uh, roll, well, roll yeah. one. Athletics or acrobatics? He I like to think he also reminds die. me a bit of um, in the Sword in the Stone. Um, yes. how, what's his name is described in that? What the wizard? Yeah, I, I, Archimedes. Oh, He's wow. in the thing with it. What did you roll? Twenty-one. <laughs> Twenty-one. You Cirque du Soleil style backflip <laughs> um, across. No, you, you you walk along like you said with absolutely no fear whatsoever, just complete confidence. But no one can fucking see you do this except this <laughs> demon more in the water and us, the ephemeral players that are viewing you over the top. Um, it is effortless as you make your way and then hop onto the side of the uh, of this new area. Um, part of the cave, absolutely no fucks given whatsoever. <laughs> What's the chance that the dwarf resurfaces and tells us we've gone the wrong entrance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, it's fine. It's lovely and cool in here. It's the opposite um, side. 
No, you uh, you stand now in a cave area that can, kind of wiggles its way to the north. There's a little kind of node directly north, and then a bit to the east, northeast. Uh, it kind of wiggles around to the side. Strangely, though, you do notice there's a torch that's lit already there in that small area. Let's go explore. Ugh. I just got uh, a little word of advice. Um, I'm only a, a little one. Anyone happy just to wrap me up with one of them ropes and just keep a hold of it? Uh, yeah, uh, sure. I'm, uh, I'm not going to be the best one to hold on to you, but you can borrow the rope that I sent. Well, I, I appreciate that. I, I loop it through the rope belt that I got going on. Um, I can't remember which one of you needs to do this, but I suggested someone do this too. I then tie themselves to the other end. Oh yeah, tie yourselves to a rope and uh, just get someone else to hold on to it. I am more than happy for you to travel with me, old guest. Oh, that's perfect there, Dan. Very yeah. kinky, very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no, me and Goblin Daddy, we got this going on. Yeah, you you hold the other end. Very well. And yeah, I'm... I'm time Don't yank I'm too hard, end. Alpha. Who's your <laughs> Goblin Daddy and what does he do? <laughs> I would have no need to pull hard on old girl. <laughs> yeah, you might put it off, boy. <laughs> uh... With this going off, everyone's going to walk deep into the caves. It was sorry. It was mentioned. Didn't, did all of it mention about the the rope thing? This isn't un- new news to you guys, is it? We no, it's not. Okay, good. Just checking. Just checking. Cool. Uh, as you start to make your way, Moroto and Emron, thank you for pushing us forward um, and moving us away from the old man dick jokes. <laughs> That's, it's a whole nother level now, guys. Um, the cave op- narrows down and opens up slightly into a small kind of thirty foot area. I don't know, a 20, 20 foot area with nothing in it, save. All you notice is a couple of uh, humanoid footprints moving in the same direction as you are currently walking. You notice as you move through, there seems to be lots of these small kind of dead ends, these small barrows, these small moments of of, of these cave literature that's, that are not in use. And some of them have kind of been clawed out slightly more for, for the use of, of adventurers or for people who are trying to make their way through. The cave continues this labyrinthine approach and uh, we kind of bottom out the bottom of this cave. It moves towards the east in a thin kind of five foot narrow walkway through um, through a long, long entranceway there. It's single file. Please, just as we get to that moment, can I have our order just so I know because it's single file? Oh, girl, second. <laughs> In that case, then Alpha will be third. <laughs> uh, Rains, I'm not sure if you moved yourself on purpose to the front, but um, no, I didn't. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, Mar- 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 will go I'm first. I'm on Marot first. I'm ass back, right far back, <laughs> like not even following properly. There's a good ten feet in front yeah, of go. me and the next person. I'll then drop in there. Then said so the Nick's said behind me. Yeah, sorry. I, I just um. Emron, I moved you back slightly only because old girl said de- definitely second, and because oh, Alpha's tied. Yeah, because Alpha's tied to old girl. Okay. Step on the rope, otherwise you'd be down a third. Then, cool. Just because it's thin, every time we come across one of these, I'll just ask for your order. It doesn't mean there's definitely something bad approaching. Um, it's just useful to um, uh, to know. Just helps build a bit of suspense, um, especially now. Now, when there is a bunch of shit going on in front of you, you walk into a huge open cavernous space. And in front of you, um, through the dim lights, Marota, you are of dark vision, don't you? Yes. You see 
a lot, a huge open cavern, no water, but in the very center of this huge open cavern, you see a cascading pile, nay, mountain of bones, skulls, human body parts, etc., piled up. And around it are a number of these creatures that seem to lurch and lunge over these, over these these bones kind of gnawing away at them. They seem part lizard, part stone, part human, standing up on hind legs, almost dragonborn-esque legs, long kind of claw hands, but short, stunted necks with kind of lizard-like features, massive eyes that obviously allow them to, to see in this incredible darkness. You recognize these, Marota. You've heard about these before. These are things that appear sometimes in the depths of Dralak. You've heard these as stories as a child, as stories growing up. These are troglodytes. They have not yet seen you. You stand on the precipice of a large space, flat, small rocky outcroppings, but nothing really discernible in terms of cover. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight of them in this space. You remember knowing that them they are particularly weak, not particularly strong. But their numbers give a pause for thought for a second. The air here smells rancid. You remember something very clearly about their stench and about not getting too close to them. And the smell almost makes your eyes water. You pause for a second. Old girl pauses behind you. Alpha Emerald reigns behind that. Nick's back in the previous room. <laughs> There's a moment's pause as Marota, you decide how you're going to wear this, what you're going to do next. And as you turn to the others, that's where we're going to leave it for this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. Decide how we deal with these troglodytes. A whole hour to cross and some water. I knew that was going to happen. Plus, plus two days of travel, and no, no, really, it wasn't that, was it? It was crossing a. It was a crystal maze slash escape room first door. It had to be I, once did, I once did an escape room um, and I broke I broke a key that I wasn't supposed to break, snapped it in the lock so I couldn't actually finish the escape room and, and the guy was not happy about it. Uh, wonder why. Not very good at them. You're not meant to use your own keys. <laughs> no, I broke the key. <laughs> the supposed to be. I was so excited. I was like, yeah, you found the key. Snap. Oh, crap. <laughs> Sma- snap the key off in the lock. And yeah, we were like the first. Excitement the turns to dread. And then all of a sudden they have to get the fire brigade to get you out of the fucking escape room. Yeah. No, he we just escaped. walked in. He was like, oh, I'm going to have to cancel the next one now because we can't <sighs> use it anymore. I was like, oh, God, sorry, but you- it's the flimsiest key in the world. And I'm very strong, obviously. Snappy key. Anyway. There you go. That's where we find ourselves. Well, the, the, that hard anyway is the worst transition, but I'm going to jump on it anyway. <laughs> if you want to tell us how strong you are. If you wanted you to are. keep up to date with the podcast, <laughs> you can do so on our X page, which is at Fellowship Table. And if you wanted to go one step further and follow us individually, you can do that too. I'm at iWorld or one. Darren's at? Darren, page 06. Callum's at? The D20 Gamer. Danny's at? Total party thrills. Oh, well, oh, I know, almost, uh, yeah, well. <laughs> I think that's me, uh, fellowship NPC PC. Uh, Big Willy Will can be found at <laughs> Natural 20 Will. And our illustrious, amazing, sexy as fuck DM can be found at. It gets me every time. Hastily roll DM. 
Until next time, guys. Farewell. Farewell.